Hey, this is the Cypher Podcast, where we'll be diving into various gaming cultures, checking out some games, talking to some gamers about their gaming experiences. Cypher, Africa's ultimate gaming podcast. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. How's the weather? Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it just it just rained. It just rained this side, so yeah, it's a bit cold, but I don't mind it. We might even be on the same side of town at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. The witch doctor. So, the doctor. so you yeah. see, I'm a student. Okay, I'm an ex-student of political science, so. There's this thing about mm-hmm. how I really wanted to be known for something African. Like I wanted something mm-hmm. in my name, something mm-hmm. that's strong and African. And then yeah. one time I'm playing with my boy Garrett and he's like, yo, but you guys are like a witch doctor. How did you do that? So I'm like, okay, witch doctor. Hmm. That could be a nice name. So in jokes, I just put it there. And I actually remember I wanted to change it. It was my epic username. I, was, I used to play Fortnite. And yeah, I was the captain of the Esports 256 Fortnite team. So oh, okay. that's, that's, as a joke, cool. I put it there and it stuck. Like what it comes from is like, I play like magic. Like sometimes I'm so yeah. good, it must be magic. And sometimes I play so bad that you I might just be bewitched. So yeah, it kind of stuck. Yeah. <laughs> all have names we've had through the years that just won't go away but what can we do we just wear them with honor i yeah just i just it kind of just stuck because everyone was like yo which doctor which doctor and then they're like yeah i saw you in the lobby Hmm? i saw you in the kill (laughs) feeling yeah so yeah it it came from fortnite yeah yeah you're like hey your final kill come killed by which doctor sure That's interesting. Uh, interesting perspective. I mean, you're like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. My name is just going to be something that represents Africa. What's more African than which doctor? Yeah. Like, yeah, thank the Nigerians for actually getting it out there. Like, which doctors, you know? Uh, like, okay, it really has like a bad name to it, but that's, that's, that all comes from like my um studying of political science, like, Yo, which doctors are actually not bad people? Um, these are people who are like traditional African medicine men. And they got this yeah, bad rep but... due to, you know, when Christianity came, colonization used Christianity to, you know, take over. It's like mental enslavement of African people. So I just came to a conclusion, like, you know what? Let me be called a witch doctor. At least I try to clean that name. You know, you get what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's deep <laughs> philosophical <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so you said when did you start playing? When did you start gaming? So like your first experience. My first experience I was around, and I'm not lying. I was around three years old because I can remember it vividly. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had come pick up my cousin from Makere. Was staying the side of Chikoni, yep. yeah. So he had the PS One yep. in his room, and he had this random car game on the computer. And I, I wondered how can the car be like you know, actually it was not a computer, it's a TV. How can the car enter the TV? It's like I was very intrigued. 
And yes, yes uh, that's how I started loving the uh, video games. It was fast forward to when I actually started actively playing video games was like in P1. I was studying from Nakasero Primary School. So every time after classes out, I didn't have any friends. No moment classes finish, I just run to my dad's office. I start playing video games on the computer. You know, it was PBS Kids, Cartoon Network. And I'll play those ones. Yeah. Then when I get tired, I walk all the way down to Diamond Trust. By then it was still like a hotel mm. with apartments. Yeah. And my cousin rented there. So yeah, I would play on his PS2, I think. PS2, PS1. I don't remember what it was exactly, but then we'd play some racing game. I think it was Gran Turismo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's how I got into gaming. Oh, okay, so you were like three years old when you first saw cars yeah, just, entering the TV for the first time. Man, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> oh, how is this even possible? <laughs> so, yes, that's how I got into gaming. Yeah. I've been a gamer all my life since then. I don't think I'll ever mm. stop. Yeah, that's, that, yeah that's, that's actually true. I mean, I know some guys who've gotten old and just like stopped gaming because they don't they don't feel like it's, uh, how do you say? Uh, really? It fits the image right now, yeah. I mean, I can tell that those are very sad people right now because how can you live without gaming, man? I mean, yeah, I understand. I mean, you have kids at home screaming their heads off, you know? You have all that stuff, like the boss. Now he's telling you he's screaming at you. Then you go home, the kids are screaming at you. You need something to at least put your mind off it. At least yeah. put up cord and shoot some people, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's but why I... Have... That guys are like, uh, it's sad, but yeah. That's true. Maybe that's why our dads had like their own private studies. Like you find him in his private study just playing video games, trying to get away from you. And you're not even allowed to <laughs> why enter. Did, why... Why do you think they have, they tend to either go to the pub or they have a man cave? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to get away from the family. True. Yeah, that's true. And hey, things evolve and well, video games came in and things changed. You guys stay at home playing FIFA. I know someone who's actually married with three kids Ooh. and guy plays like online FIFA, online. Oh my God, like, it must be really man. good, day. Eh? Yeah. It's like saying uh, someone who's been playing COD for COD Warzone for well since it began is actually good. Like you can put him in a tournament and he actually performs really great. Well, he says they whoop his ass every now and again, but at least he's having fun. So that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's what matters. It's gaming. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, may have been into PC gaming since, well, forever. So, the console came in a bit, well, a bit later on. But generally, me, I've been in, I've been into gaming for like since four, five. Wow. Because yeah. oh. I started, yeah, I started. Uh, when was uh, when did the first Pentium four come out? I actually uh, I don't know. Much. Was it? I think okay, yeah. Wow. Because I remember, I vividly remember using Windows ninety ninety five. Yes, I also remember using that. Yeah, Windows ninety five, and then also using ninety eight before we moved to what was the name? Was it Vista? Vista? No, XP. Or XP one of those. Yeah. XP. Yeah, yeah. Before moving to XP. Yes. Yeah. Ah man, they they don't make them like they do back then. XP was one of the most 
stable ones, and for it Ooh. to crash, it was like it was like like the sky had fallen. Like XP has crashed. I never saw a blue so, screen of death on XP. <laughs> honestly, like yo. Yeah. XP was just too stable. It was just ridiculous. I don't know how they did it. I mean, nice. for me to even for me to even pull off what I did to make XP of all things crash was just ridiculous. And I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> For me, I've never seen it crash, yeah. so I cannot relate. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what I actually did because it started up and then, bah. You know, I don't remember what I actually did. I think my, well, my dad told me that uh, I must have messed around with the uh, system 32 or something like that. I'm like, that. <laughs> yeah, back then I didn't, no one really knew what knew what really what the system thirty two was exactly. But now, well, now almost everyone knows what that is. So, thanks a lot. Windows eight, Windows eight point one, Windows ten, and then now Windows what? Windows thirteen, um, Windows forty. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Windows oh, eight. I think we're now on. Yeah, it was just, I don't know what they were thinking. I can remember they also over their phones and the phones were just not it. Yeah, it was just bad. I mean, you just acquired, you just acquired Nokia and then you're like, okay, let's make Microsoft phones. Why? You know? Because I had the Windows HTC phone, but there's a way the IU was just not it. It's not fun to use, you know, it's too blocky. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's like how Nokia was also trying to get into Android, but refused to let go of Symbian. So you get eh? it. Was all the, the Nokia Asha phones or the Lumias? Because uh... no, not the no, not the Lumias. Lumias was running Microsoft. Okay. Asha was still Symbian, and uh, it was uh, the Nokia X series I that was running. Uh, how you say a forked version of uh, a forked version of Android, like Android, but Wearing Symbian clothes, you get it? Eh? Yeah. But I never because even saw how problems, those phones yeah, look yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, the problem with those phones was, because I had one of those, the problem was it did not, like WhatsApp did not work unless you like had to do like some extra complicated thing to make it work. And it was weird. It didn't have any google apps exactly that's get, so, uh, eh? the thing i yeah, remember it didn't have yeah. any google apps it didn't have any google apps and yet it's saying it's android i'm like okay hold on what there's no google play here i can't update whatsapp so, exactly yeah i eventually yeah eventually i just had to fork to what root the thing it's what killed it at the end but at least for a good uh, one and a half years it worked Yeah, anyway, yeah, in that's terms how it of is. Operating system, yeah. In terms of operating system, for me, the favorite, the ones I loved the most, Windows XP, Windows 7, and 12. Windows 10 hasn't been bad, so, but at least it's better than 8. That's true. Just those, yeah, just those three. Windows 7, I could still play stuff from way back then. Like, I played uh, Red Alert 2 on uh, Windows 7. I've actually never played that. I can't. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't play it on Windows 10 and 8, which is sad. Don't you need to download, uh, what are they called? Net executable, something like that. Yes, I think it's that all that complicated mess. So I'm like, ah, great. Let me just get Windows 7 again, reinstall it. I'm like, let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. So what's the, your favorite game like of all time? <laughs> I'm now asking the questions. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a real doozy. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a real doozy. Top three. So top for three. me, I have a... Okay, top three. Yeah. Command and Conquer, obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this one is just new. I, but well, I I just finished playing Fallout New Vegas, so yeah, Fallout. Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. Oh, Fallout. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, Fallout. Or uh, just like the entire series. Eh, that's the whole series. Well, because Fallout Four uh, was funny, right? Excluding seventy six, Fallout is just well, just generally good. It's just generally good game. Starting from one, two, Tactics, Fallout 3, Fallout uh, New Vegas, and 4. Fallout New Vegas, the reason it's on top, because I started with 3, but, uh-huh. uh, well, but then, well, 3 is just 3. It came out way back in uh, 2008. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, New Vegas just improved the formula, which, of course, that's how what it was supposed to do. Just... It actually taught me how to yeah. It actually taught me how to play Fallout better than Fallout Three did. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but yeah. So right now, in terms of Fallout, I've already played four, but New Vegas is still on top. All right, then number two. Uh, yeah. uh, number two is Far Cry. <laughs> that's on the, that's on easy. Far Cry. Oh, yeah, Far Cry. Yeah, started from two. Last game I played was uh, four. I played a bit of five back uh, back in January, but that was a borrowed. Uh, that was a, I had borrowed a friend's laptop at the time. So, and then number one. You see what I did there? Number one. <laughs> mm, number one. Number one. Number one. Ooh, this one's uh, this one's tough. Number one, huh? Oh, number one. Let's go command and conquer. Because right now, I also have, right now, right here and right now, as we're talking, I'm playing the remaster. I actually thought you were talking about Call of Duty. But it's okay. Ah, Call of Duty. Ah, Call of Duty. No, Call of Duty is enjoyable when you want to just sit down and shoot some things, uh, you know, on the screen, especially when you're playing against others. But in terms of other stuff, I'm a bit of an RTS guy, so. Oh, yeah. I'm more of like a competitive yeah. FPS gaming, but among my top three games of all time, one of them is the Pokemon series. Mm-hmm. Like I love all the Pokemon games, starting from Wait. Pokemon Gold, Wait. like Wait. the second generation. I actually have that ah. uh, on an emulator on my PC. And I actually have oh. uh, probably around 70 hours on it. Yeah, oh, okay, that's, 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 that's yeah. dope, yeah, like how many how many how many Pokemon have you collected? Bro, I think I've collected over three hundred. Like you. Yikes. Yeah. That's always been like one of my favorite games to play since I was young. I actually play Pokemon mm-hmm. Go, but I'm quite shit at it. Yeah. I mean the concept is funny. It's different from the other normal mainstream Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Adjusting to that is a bit funny, especially if you're just 
like from playing these mainstream Pokemon games and you get hit with the Pokemon Go yeah. thing, it's just not it. So yes, uh, the other okay. two well, of my favorite games are all FPS titles. So number mm-hmm. two, we have Apex Legends. You've played Apex. Apex? Yeah. Nope. Nope, I haven't played Apex. You haven't played Apex? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> You're uh, like, Apex think, has the best I movement think, mechanics of, ev- of like any yeah, game no. I've played. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen videos of guys playing Apex, and I'm like, hmm, this movement is way better than what? Than what Fortnite can do. And Call of Duty, yeah. Better than Fortnite, and uh, what's this other game? Uh, no, PUBG. No, no, not Overwatch. Uh, yeah, PUBG. Uh, PUBG. Better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's up with PUBG. Those guys just concentrated on mobile, and they left the PC version, probably. But yeah, I like Apex just because of the gunplay, the mechanics. There's a way how they mm. made... Like they took pieces from different games and made their own perfect combination out of it. Because I like the whole uh, hero legend thing. Because I know that they were inspired mm. by these are different uh, mobile games, like League of yeah. Legends or and uh, not even or. And this is a game that was uh, there before, before Apex. Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch. Yes. Overwatch. Yeah. Because mm. I actually used to watch Overwatch. Like, I would not understand a thing happening in Overwatch, but I would sit down and watch because you know, it was just entertaining. Like, that gunplay, that use of, like, <laughs> legend skills and the coordination between the teammates. You just be amazed by how, like, someone just manages to come through and wreck the entire team. You know? Mm. Yeah. Then number one, I don't know whether people are going to be happy about it. But it's Fortnite. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us, let us judge you. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know whether I should I should have said it like that, but Fortnite has like the best gaming moments of my life, which uh mm. from campus, because I graduated from campus um this year. Yeah. All of them on Fortnite, like with the boys. Like there's an entire semester I was just playing Fortnite, like class, go play Fortnite. Then maybe in the evening, go out. Sometimes I would not even go to class. Just wake up Fortnite with the boys till lunch, eat food, mm. go. <laughs> it was really fun. Like, we were noobs. Yeah, we were quite shit. Actually, not quite shit. We were quite, we were very bad. Like, you know, one yeah. day would actually kill our entire squad, but we were having fun, and that's what mattered. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Fortnite. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Let us properly judge. Let, you've had it here, folks. Let's properly judge him for his tastes and preferences. He <laughs> likes Fortnite. Not likes, loves Fortnite. Yeah, he loves it. He's qualified. He loves Fortnite. Yeah. I'll, I'll, drop his, uh, I'll, I'll drop his social media info so you can hit him up and tell him how you feel. Okay. Uh, as long as uh, it's not extreme, you know. And if they want one v one me, nah. I'm free. No, nah, no, nah, it's just what? Well, it's just uh, it's not just <laughs> rush and giggles. So don't worry. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, well, I played a bit of Fortnite, but then, well, you're getting older. You just can't keep up with how things work. Maybe. Oh yeah, the me, pace. Difficult. The pace yeah, of the I, game yeah, is I can't ridiculous. Keep, yeah, I can't keep up. Like, I look at I I watch videos of guys playing Fortnite. I'm like, does this person build all that? And at the same time, he has the concentration to. Aim. Notice that there's someone there and 
shoot him. I'm like, how did that happen? Like, yeah, the skill, yeah, so, the skill of Fortnite, like, yeah. just went dramatically up. I remember in 2018, everyone was quite bad at Fortnite. Mm. You know, we're just having yeah. fun. Basically, you know how a game has just started. But when they started monetizing it by introducing the competitive series, and then they started introducing those, uh, what are they called? Seasonal tournaments. Yeah. The well, summer skirmishes, the winter fest, then me, the pro AM. Actually, for, everything for changed from the pro AM. Yeah, yeah. we had Marshmallow and Ninja like, won. Yeah. Ah, when those girls started, yeah, that's where in. everything oh, like that's changed. Where, that's when people knew money was in there. Yes, so that's when the skill gap started me, rising. Noticed, yeah, for me, I think I noticed that uh, Fortnite changed when oh, that uh, big tournament of theirs they held where someone oh, won the World Cup. Kid won. Yeah, Yo. yeah, the World Cup when someone won three million dollars. I think I was like, like what? Yo, like yo, that's someone just gets on a laptop plays video games. Difficult. Yeah, things became like just things changed that day. Like guys like actually started focusing a hundred percent on Fortnite. Like guys building, building, he builds his way up there. He's just walking down here. Bro. <laughs> because that yeah, that happened to me. That happened to me. I just, you know, started doing my stuff. Just cutting wood. And then someone is okay, in the let's sky. Go. Now we start in this Taj Mahal. Someone just nicely <laughs> to Lord knows where. I'm like so yeah things got way way difficult i think it's the same with the was it call of duty i think but call of, of duty has always because... been like that like call of duty has always been toxic honestly like even me oh. as a player i'm naturally like competitive so i can tell you like yeah, my I think, call no. of duty has I, always been like that no, I think it... no like the well it was the whole competitive thing started out when guys were like uh what like uh, co-op, co-op playing what in uh, Halo, like but way back in the days, that was yeah. when the whole competitive happened. But then in later years, when the multiplayer mode of Call of Duty was, I think, introduced, I think it was in Zombies or something like that. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but yeah, that's when you started seeing guys being competitive as hell, like guys that can actually shoot you without you even realizing. Uh, like, the the wow. quick scopers, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think those guys came from what? Those guys came from CS:GO. Probably came from CS:GO because CS:GO. When it comes to those guys and you're using a sniper rifle, you're like, you have to be very good. Like, Once you aim, it has to hit and move on. If you miss, you die. You're dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Those holes, those hallways, those tight, tight corners. But your CSGO requires like real sniper, skill, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I like using sniper rifles, but I don't think I'll be able to manage using them in CSGO. Because I think I check out uh, Fazar's stream, and the fact that the guy's even able to use to take out someone with a desert ego, I'm like, wow. Like <laughs> your headshot. A few meters here. <laughs> hey, those are boys that go and aim trainers for like three hours daily and perfect their things. I'm telling you. Those are, it's like their it's like uh, how you say they develop their own auto aim in their brains. They're like, he's already here. Let's go. Sure, that's actually what's it called? muscle memory. Yeah, like yeah. you're just used to that sensitivity and DPI. Yeah, the hand-eye coordination is just on point. Exactly. Mm. 
By the way, do you know how um Phase Clan came about? Oh. Phase Clan. Uh no, I don't I don't I don't know. They, uh, how did they come about? They're actually just a group of quick scopers. Just posting their highlights on YouTube. And then look where they are right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, things have come quite a long way. I mean, look at YouTube, look at Netflix. Who'd have thought that Netflix, which used to take hours upon hours upon hours to get you a movie, is now the big thing. YouTube, where guys used to just post random videos, now big. You can actually so, have a full career on YouTube. I mean, personally right now i'm yeah, actually living off my youtube i know it hasn't yet like grown properly but uh it's now like my full-time profession i tried yeah, applying for a job and they asked me some random questions and i was like you know what i can't i can't go for a second round of this bs <laughs> let me just become a youtuber so i'm here so okay so okay so you get ad, you live off ad revenue yeah Wow. How? Wow. I must, <clears throat> I think I must start drinking from the same well you're drinking from. Wow. <laughs> YouTube is all about, how can I say, community. It's about building your mm. own community. Yeah. Because I remember actually when I was starting my channel, um, it was accidental. Actually, how I got into YouTube was like really? a complete accident. Yeah. <laughs> Because mm. uh, I did research for esports two five six. I shall get into that later, mm. probably. So mm. this research actually took me like seven months. Seven months just researching yep. esports, basically esports YouTube and uh, how to grow a brand. Mm -hmm. So we did our esports two five six things, and unfortunately we stopped. But then I still had all that information. So uh, mm. I filled in a survey in some game called Top 11. And mm -hmm. I was accepted. They told me I was going to organize something for Mourinho's birthday. And uh, we shall just like join a Zoom call with some of our random managers and, you know, talk about his greatest achievements. And yeah, this is the thing. We didn't know that the guy was in the background listening to us speaking about him. Wow. Can you imagine that? Like, you know, still they are talking about, you know, his achievements. And then all of a sudden I see his face. I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, uh, I even have, like, they have the video on their channel. And my reaction was just pure class. Like, that's how it was. And I couldn't think for like three, four hours after that. Like, yo, I just spoke to Jose Mourinho. He said my name three wow. times, man. Three times. No Ugandan has ever done that. So, no, Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Jose Mourinho being like, uh, um, what, 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 what's your name? Uh, which doctor? Yeah. Which doctor? Which doctor? <laughs> I'm very sure if I speak to him know. again, that's what he'll probably say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So when that happened, I was like, you know what? This is actually a really good content idea. So why don't I use this to start my channel? And yeah, that's yeah. how I started the channel. So it has been about one year and uh, two months, and I'm continuing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's nice. That's very nice. I'm still 
trying to imagine Jose Mourinho, which doctor? Yes, sir. Trust yeah, me. To be interesting, but <laughs> I'll, I'll actually drop you the link. Um, you just go watch the video. It was very fun. Actually, that game top eleven became like the main game on my channel. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have two ah, channels. Yeah, I have the top eleven channel, and then I do have another channel for some content outside top eleven. And I just started it recently. Yeah. So yes, this is a shameless plug. Go subscribe to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> No problem, actually. I think I'll put your stuff will be what? Your links to your socials will be there. All right, cool. Thanks, B. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so you said something about uh, how you got into doing research for 256. Oh, yeah, 256. Yeah, 256. Ah, Esports 256 was like a group of gamers were young and we had a lot of ambition so we came together like yo you guys you know it would be a good idea it's the top of gaming organization yeah. and i can tell you one thing we did not like the amount it of work out. that was coming at us at that point or you know like i said young and dumb yeah so we did it and we got into it like we didn't have any experience any research behind it we just jumped into it and started doing things. As you can tell, we started out but quite strong. Fun. Yeah, we had the heart for it, but we didn't know anything, you know, how the way the esports dynamics work, how we can actually get sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we did have, have mm-hmm. like a few issues within us, and then we didn't have enough funding to fund the gaming tournaments. Mm-hmm. And for some of mm-hmm. our members, we had like other, can I say, other things that were priority at that time, because most of us were finalists. And then yeah. the COVID thing came through and, you know, yeah, we kind of stopped. But very soon we shall be coming up. We're planning on a complete rebrand. And uh, this time around, we're not going to be... Yeah, I get that. We're not going to be really a gaming a or esports organization. Mm. We're just going to be a community. Like I said, mm. First, we're trying to grow the influence. Uh, like, I see this guy called Navi. Have you seen Navi? Navi? Yeah, Navi Navi Esports. Uh, it's a Call of Duty gaming brand coming up in UG. Like, the way he does his things are actually quite good. But uh, you know what? Eh? Should I comment Ooh. or should I keep it to myself? Ah, comment, comment with we're all friends here. Yes, I feel like he's not uh, he's not doing it the right way. Or oh, the way he's doing it mm-hmm. is not as effective as it could be. Because uh, I took all that yeah. time studying the, east, the dynamics of the esports industry. And uh, mm. the main thing in every industry is where's the money coming from? Like, that's what really matters. And in the esports industry, the money yeah. comes from different sources. So live events that's one two sponsorships and partnerships mm-hmm. like yeah. and then three is there even three okay three supposedly memberships uh like if you have your and merchandise like for your community that you already have so what does this all like yeah. come this all comes down to the community you have at the moment if you have no community there's mm-hmm. no way you can monetize your 
your content. There's no way you can, uh, how can I say, you can't attract sponsorships and partnerships if they're not getting the right eyes that they want. So for sponsors, let me speak a bit about sponsorships. There are two types of sponsorships. The endemic sponsors who are related to your industry, and then there are the non-endemic sponsors who are not related to your industry. So for the endemic sponsors, these are guys like, uh, let's say, who are those guys that make thumbsticks for controllers, like those kind of products that deal in your line of work, such as, let's say, an internet service or the products, basically mouse company, Logitech, something like that. Yeah, those are the endemic sponsors. And the non-endemic are those that would just gain from your exposure. So guys like banks, MTN, okay, not MTN, but yeah. banks, you know, these are the other sponsors that are no, not in like that. Think. Yeah. So when you look at no, Uganda's MTN, situation, uh, um, Uganda's situation is that the endemic sponsors of this kind of thing, I don't see them coming in right now because we don't have that kind of market here. So you, you need to appeal to the yeah. You need to appeal to the non-endemic yeah. sponsors as those are the ones that are around. And when I look at like the content and the way they're structuring things, they're structuring things to appeal to the endemic sponsor, not the non-endemic sponsor. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Another yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm does. sorry for talking, but I, I really love talking. <laughs> No, okay. Yeah, no just problem. the last thing I would like to talk about is the dynamics of the of how the organization is grown. Like I love how they are cultivating their own content creators. That's a good idea, but that's a long, long, long term plan. Because basically how these organizations you sign a player their community becomes part of the community. That's why they usually go yeah. for those like players people love the most and try to sign them. Have you seen the phase five event? Something like that. So basically what matters the most is a content creator and then yeah. the organization comes second. So what I can tell them, maybe advice if they even get this far in the podcast is that, uh, let them concentrate on finding content creators who already have a community or who have the pro- yeah. the ability to create a community because all their content creators, apart from one, I only read one of their content creators. It's called uh, Stike, uh, Stack. He's, he's some very entertaining guy. And that's the guy who I see has the ability to create a very strong community in Call of Duty. Uh, whether it's Uganda or abroad, but he he has the potential yeah. too as a content creator. So they need to yeah. find guys like this, because most of them most of them just create stuff for their can I say immediate friends. You know, like yeah. the only people watching your content are your immediate friends. You don't have like guys who are searching for your content or someone who may like your content after seeing you on a on a, like a random live stream like that streaming can i call it how can i put it i'm looking for the perfect word to use but uh, i can't find it i'll say the quality of the stream let me just use that because 
the viewer is what so matters. What they need to do is, okay, so what they need to do is more focus more. Okay, don't just pick anyone random. Just focus on someone who, let's say, is already established, like knows the lay of the land. Like if they're a YouTuber, then they know how YouTube works and they know how to cultivate what? Yes. Uh, cultivate their community. Yeah. Yes. And if it's Twitch, someone who's already a Twitch streamer and like they know what they're already doing, not someone who's just going to. Yes. Okay, I'm going to treat people, people like that. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know the, you know, they don't know the terms of what the community term, the community guidelines and whatnot. So. Exactly. Yeah. Because mm. when you look at it, most of the guys in Uganda, the gamers, I don't treat all of them like who try to create content apart from that guy, mm. because most of them just try to show that yo, I'm a very good gamer. I did this. I did this. I did this. I killed. 15 people, I killed 20 people. Like, there's no personality behind the content. And that's what really matters most of the time. Like, are you enjoying, are you engaging? Because all these things, all about, it's all about the customer. It's not about you. You're making content for someone else. You have to make sure that someone is engaged and they actually enjoy what you're making. Yeah. And that's the problem most of, like, the Ugandan content creators. Like, you're trying to produce, uh, do you know, any of those big streamers, uh, there is Shrouder. So what's going to separate you from Shroud? I mean, if you're doing the same thing Shroud does, how are you going to stand out? Mm. Probably Shroud can do it like better, or ACU, or Ninja. They can do what you're doing even better. So what's going to appeal like to someone to come and watch your stuff? Yeah. That's, so that's I mean, a well, question I mean, for the content creators themselves. Yeah, that was, yeah. Actually, that also that also applies to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like honestly. But, well, in my case, uh, well, in my case, uh, what we're well, what we're going for is since no one's actually doing a podcast about gaming, everyone either does a Twitch stream or a YouTube or you know, a yeah. TikTok. Yeah, there's also those ones. So I'm like, let me be the only one who sits down, talks to guys. Yeah, reviews games every now and again. Yeah, send exactly. some freebies here and there. You know, yeah, because I have I know a lot of people that uh, are doing almost the same thing, but generally speaking, exposure. It's like we're in our own closed enclosed communities. Exactly, so that's we the don't thing. Get to know, okay, this is happening. This is going on here. This is going on here. You know. Yes, so you're right. That's I, a very I can count the number of people that. Yeah. Among the people I know, I could count the number of people that know about Epic giving out free games. You see? So, we, I think we should stop, like, uh, we should stop being in our own little bubbles and just start communicating with one another. Yeah, and, like, and you have this integrations between the different communities. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, that. Like, you do, call, you do Call of Duty Mobile? Yeah, great. You do Call of Duty PC. Oh, okay, come, come, come. You do Apex. Yeah, come on. You do Fortnite. Yeah, because in the tone end, down the, tone down that, but um, yeah. If we want to like create a gaming community in Uganda, we can't do it mm. separate. We have to be together because we are all chasing yeah. the same thing. But uh, you see, everyone wants to be like a king in their own, in their own place. That's the thing. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah appropriate shit mentality what happens when you die or you leave that that's it it's all done it's gone exactly yeah, it's better, yeah it's better to have a lot of people a lot of partners coming in and handling stuff for you yeah. 
that still comes down that's to how we grow. Yeah, that still yeah, comes back to the, the viewership being the main thing behind the esports industry. Like you need yeah. to find people who are interested and that are willing to actually spend on products of your mm-hmm. sponsors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this it's not it's easy to say, but in reality, it's quite difficult to implement because what most people think um. If I click this and I just post it, people like it. Don't go for the like, go for the what? Viewer retention. Yes. Exactly. And most people actually mm. look at YouTube and they're like, okay. I mean, yeah, all I just need to do is get own. monetized and move on with life. Like YouTube has a lot of opportunities for you to actually make money. Like if that was my intention, yeah. let me get monetized and move on. I'll not have enough money to take me like, to keep me alive. I would probably have to get like another job. Yeah, you yeah because your boy is always like patting and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most, I don't know why we have that whole idea of you have to have a side hustle. Even if you have a very good job, you have to have a side hustle. It's just weird. Yes. It's just I get the economy pressure. Not good. No, oh. Yeah, the economy is not good and all that, but you have a side hustle, but you're not focusing on the side hustle because you have to focus on this job or you're not focusing on this job because you're focusing on the side hustle. So you get that. Eh? Yeah, you end up like mediocre everywhere. Yeah, you focus, yeah. It becomes mediocre. So put your concentration where it, like, where it has weight matters. If you're going to do something like if they Twitch or YouTube, focus on that. Exactly. And don't just go half. Yeah, don't just go half. Go because all most the, of the way guys in. That have made it big, yeah, most of the guys that have made it big went all the way in. It's not, it's not you, easy. You, not, you can't just put you your foot this side and put your foot things, that side but... and expect to like jump. I mean, if your yeah. feet are apart, how are you going to jump? You need to put both yeah, feet there aside and be like, I'm all in. This is what I want to do. And take that little yeah. faith. Because personally, right now, November, <laughs> I've had, you know, Black November, that phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how <laughs> my November has been. Quite the hardest month of my entire life, to be honest with you. <laughs> because the like, plans, like said, I've been planning for my second channel for about four months now and I just realized that I'm not ready and I need to actually add in some at least two months to finish the actual planning process and that's what mm. people don't see the entire planning behind YouTube that's also another thing like to yeah. keep in mind because on my main channel I actually have content planned up to three months ahead like that's assured yeah. I just have to sleep in a few yeah. events and a few random videos just but I always have that like that yeah. extra plan and that's what I'm trying to make for this mm. channel. I'm trying to be able to at least be ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah. Well, the same for me, but, uh, well, for me who does the planning, I have a friend we're doing this with. Hey, that's um, good. Because... I'm, sorry to say, I'm sorry to say, but I'm a bit, uh, how you say, I'm, I'm a bit lazy. <laughs> that's true. I don't, plan, I don't plan for certain things, but like, you know, like the truth about other things, yeah, I have to. Like uh, in this case, mm-hmm. in this case, my my friend is more meticulous when it comes to this. He's planning ahead, and one of them, one of the plans we do, we do, we put in place is uh, how we release the episodes. And to be honest, I have episodes till next year. Oh, then that's very good, bro. 
because yeah, you know, if you do the planning, all you have to worry about is execution. Just that. Yeah. Instead of worrying at if I do this, if I do this, if I do this, if I do this, okay, this problem has come. How am I going to solve it? No, you already know how to do that. You just yeah. do the videos good as you can and move on. Hmm. Okay. Um, I just wanted to ask another thing before yeah. we move on. Um, <clears throat> you said that you get off YouTube ad revenue. Um, how? Oh, crap. I forgot you want to ask how oh, much? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was trying to, okay, I was trying to be a bit polite. But yeah, how much? <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. For my personal mm-hmm. um, privacy, I'll, I'll not tell you how much, but I'll give you percentages. So my ad yeah. revenue only makes up 27-ish, 20, 25% of my income. The rest all comes from uh, partnerships and sponsorships. Okay. However, yeah. there are also other ways you can earn money on YouTube, which are probably merchandise, but for that, you need a community. That takes yeah. me back to my point. I say it's all about the community you build. Merchandise and supers, super chats and super stickers. Yeah. Also channel memberships, yeah. but I don't really recommend that because YouTube takes up to, is it 30% yeah, of the memberships uh, money? So it's you're better off like yeah, using Patreon. Yeah. Uh, you have a Patreon, eh? No, I don't. <laughs> I, Not yet. Okay, well. Yeah, I can give you my yeah, mobile money, get, though. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah just keep, uh, keep that one in mind you know yeah like it's i have it at the back of my mind when i start when i start a third channel actually like a real gaming channel that's mm-hmm. when i'll probably start patreon because i'll be appealing to a wider yeah. audience but youtube is nice yeah. if you know what you're doing Otherwise, you're going to post <laughs> clips for a year and you're going to keep on staying 20 views, 15, and those are just your immediate friends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But mostly mm. partnerships yeah. and memberships, that's how I earn my money. AdSense is just like okay. a boost. You're like, yeah, yeah, you've been nice today. Just have some. Actually, my AdSense budget uh, is going to fund my second channel. Like, I'm not even going to enjoy any money from ads. Just going to be the one. Because I actually hired an editor and Mm -hmm. a personal assistant to help me out with that. Because your YouTube stuff is actually not easy, man. If you have to edit and schedule (laughs) things and do everything, you're probably going to work at 24-7. Like, I ran away from a 9 to 5, but I didn't expect to enter 24-7. Like I can be free <laughs> the entire day and then at eight, yo, I have to edit a video at eight or like on a Friday evening, our people are simbularing for me. I'm just there editing or replying to my um, subscribers who have commented on my videos. So it's... No, like in a sense, uh, yeah, in a sense, if you like, well, if you get used to a nine to five and then you leave a nine to five and you just find yourself with all this free time, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Just there's this sense of ah, I haven't really done anything meaningful today. Just that that oh, feeling that just feeling. comes out for some odd reason, you know? Now combat that I don't feeling. Know why. I just start mm. doing push-ups. <laughs> Make as many as I can. <laughs> <laughs> how many? 
Uh, sometimes 50, sometimes 100. Jesus Christ. Until, yeah, like until my chest hurts. Jesus Christ, man, are you built like a brick house? No, nah, man, I'm actually very skinny. <laughs> You're actually very skinny. Okay, not very skinny, about? but actually... I'm tall okay. and lanky. That's if six foot I'm is six tall. Foot... I'm six foot five. I'm a tall bean pole and I can barely do 25 push-ups. Wow. Okay, mm. can you do like 10, like without stopping? No, like, seriously, I can do 25, but even that is a lot. Wow. Yeah. I think I just even love doing them. Like, if I'm feeling, like, bored, yeah. I just drop down, do them, and move on. Yeah, when when did you start doing them? Like, have you been doing them since even before campus? No, I actually started, like, two months back. I started going to the gym because I realized that uh, I needed some extra mass on me. Like if I was a FIFA player, you know those FIFA cards they give you? My test would mm. be like 90, my shooting would be 70, my dribbling would be like 80, then my strength would be like negative mm. 15 or something. Because I, I was everything <laughs> <laughs> apart from being strong. Like, oh, okay. so I just decided to work on that side of me. I started going a bit, enjoyed yeah. the progress and yeah. I still go once in a while, but uh, I rather do it from home because uh, you know Black November has been really black, so I rather like stay home do my push-ups. True, true. Yeah. In my case, well, in my case, aside from the failing to do push-ups and sit-ups, I think maybe where I can beat is the fact that I can at least walk fifteen thousand steps every day, oh. if necessary. Oh wow, that's actually ridiculous. Hmm. Ah, that's very but can I tell you something more ridiculous? Yeah. You know, during, uh, during lockdown, I had this mm -hmm. challenge with my friends whereby we're competing who can walk the most in a day. So we started out by doing 12 kilometers, 15 kilometers. Then he obliterated it to went uh, 21 kilometers. I got pissed. I did 25. I got pissed. I did 26. I got so angry. I just went the next day, bought painkillers, started walking around town. And I walked 42 kilometers that day during lockdown. <laughs> 42 I started kilometers. walking at only. eight. Only. What do you mean only? only. Do you know 42, 42 kilometers? Only 42, only 42 Yo, that's kilometers. The um, it took uh, Israelites um, 40 um, years <laughs> to travel that let distance. Me, okay, let me tell you. I did okay, it in let one me day. Tell you somewhere. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. I've done, I've, done, I've done longer than that. I mean, if you're going to count, let's say, do you know where Kololo is? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, airstrip. Now, picture from there, all the way, like you come down, go here, Ginger Road, go, uh -huh. all the way to Kampala Road, yes. go, City Square, go all the way, Bombo Road, go, uh -huh. reach Wandekia, uh -huh. continue going, you reach Kalere, Continue, reach Mpedere, still continue, reach Lusanja. I don't even know what that is or where it is. Yeah, that's in Kawempe. Oh. Yeah. Now imagine doing that to and fro. Or to make it even easier, you know where, you know Gaiaza, right? Yeah, I know Gaiaza. Yeah, I've walked to Gaiaza. 
Oh, that's actually extremely impressive, man. Yeah, lockdown was very interesting, and yeah, we're just all bored, man. <laughs> my no, for me, I, well, my previous job was a bit demanding. They told me to go and check on a client, so yeah. Very easy. But, but in terms of walking, I think at least there, I'm confident I can beat you. I shall probably have a walking rest sometime soon. <laughs> that actually make like good content from a video. Yeah, I think for me, what I'll just do is just send you screenshots of what uh, my walking times that have been recorded ever since I got this phone. So look at them and be disappointed <laughs> in yourself. It's <laughs> We shall see that. Yeah. Baba fitness, okay. man. Um, yeah, uh, even if you like, even if you just know doing stuff on the computer, at least take some time off and yeah, work out. That's something. Well, a friend of mine told me, and well, it's still stuck. At least I do do some push-ups and sit-ups. You but, should. Well, mostly because both yeah, mostly because my back still hurts like hell. But yeah, I sat too much during during pandemic. So yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> The truth is that there's a way Ugandans don't actually value their fitness. Mm. Like you, you meet these uh, random girls and they have a huge stomach like you. I don't want to be cancelled, but... <laughs> cancelled for what? Uganda, you can't, you can't cancel someone in Uganda. Like you, you see some woman there, She looks mm. nice, but you, the stomach... Stomach is directly proportional yeah, to the bum. Yeah, either they don't, either they don't uh, take good care of themselves, or they just let go. And now nah, the fitness lifestyle, like, is not there. And and then there's also those ones that are so into fitness, it's just obsessive. I actually rather be obsessive than no. actually have nothing. Yeah, there's the corporates that are so obsessive with what. With the fitness, these are the people that carry lemon slices in their what? Oh no, not lemon, cucumber slices in their juice, in their water. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. those okay, kind. Okay, that's not that's too much. That's like being a vegan. Yeah. Like the whole concept of being vegan is <laughs> talking about very very serious topics here. This one can legit get no, me cancelled. <laughs> okay, no, I don't. I I understand the whole concept of being vegan, but. The fact that you're forcing your opinion on me, yeah, just because of what I want to do is, come on, would you like me to do the same? Like, no, how can you not like me? That's not right. That is wrong. You're a terrorist or something like that. Yeah, someone actually legit called someone who was eating meat a terrorist. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so at the end of it all, it just ends up getting people, it puts people off from what you're actually saying. You start, hi, my name is this and that. I'm a vegan. Someone automatically, oh, those people. You For get me, it? it's just like, how can, because we, we, we as Uganda, we are the drunkest nation on earth. I mean, Guinness World Book of Records, yeah, we, we, we have that record there. We drink more alcohol than any other country. So I'm wondering, how can you come from drinking and then you tell people, yo, give me some leaves. I'm hungry. Give me some leaves. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine me mm-hmm. being that, yo. Like you've been drinking and then you're asking for leaves and nah, 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 that's not me. 
Mm-hmm. If you think that's bad, let me tell you of someone who became a pastor, despite the fact that he used to drink like a fish. My uncle. That's who. He's not a pastor. But, well, the story is my mom says about him. Hmm. But hey, I mean, I don't judge. If you want to do that, it's up to you. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think we've gone through... Okay, maybe let's... Uh, Let's finish with uh, this last one because essentially we went through almost everything. Yeah, uh, experience with gaming communities, for example, gamer nights. Yeah, I've been in gamers night for a while. Yeah, what's been your experience with them? Oh, can I say I enjoyed the Among Us games? They were really fun. Mm. Like that's the only experience I have with gamers night. But we definitely need like uh, more dialogue between us and them because the esports two five six community is actually still thriving. The only problem is that our content creation site has kind of gone down due to a few issues that we have. But we do have the concepts, mm. we do have the audience, I do have the content creators mm. who have the ability to build solid communities. We just have to like okay. reach some kind of dialogue between us and find a way we can work together because I mean us, we are young, we have the ideas, we have the energy, we just don't have the resources to do it. You guys probably have the resources, but you don't have the time mm-hmm. or energy to implement this. So we can find a dialogue yeah. in which we can work as you know, both communities come together to form something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, I think that that can be a wrap. I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. All right. <laughs> it has been nice talking to you. Oh. Yeah, it was nice talking to you too. <laughs> I don't know how okay. we jump from esports uh, to vegans. Yeah, yes. like I said, just flows like a conversation before you even realize it. True. Mm. Okay. Uh, Maxwell, I think. I'll see you when I see you. All right, man. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming over. All right. All right.